Hello and welcome back to Property Unlocked. I'm Scarlett Douglas. And I'm Stuart Douglas. Whether you're a first-time buyer, renovating your home, or just curious about the property scene, we've got you covered. Now we are here to give you the information you need to make informed decisions and take your property game to the next level. Today, we are joined by Jade Van Riel. Now, Jade is a property enthusiast and lifestyle content creator who has captivated over 60,000 subscribers on her YouTube channel with her property-related videos amassing over 3 million views. She's gained admiration from many for her unwavering dedication to purchasing her first home at the tender age of 23, all on her own accord. With a keen eye for property and interior design, Jade inspires and motivates others to chase their dreams and unlock their potential. Her success story, built on hard work and a strong commitment to saving, showcases her as a prominent figure to keep an eye on in the property world. Welcome to the podcast, Jade. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It is great. I mean, I've been following you for quite a while now. I've been following media. you for a while. I love that. And it's so <laughs> funny, we've only just met yeah, for the first now. time in person. Yeah. I love that about social media, is that you can actually create friendships, absolutely. bonds with people that you've never actually met in person. Yeah. And also empower one another. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think that's yeah. really important. And you've done a lot of that in the property world. You've inspired and empowered a lot of younger women that look yes. like you, but the younger generation anyway, to get into property because yeah. it's something that we should all be able to do, right? I agree. So how did you even start? How did you get into it? Well, I actually fell into doing this just because I was looking for a home myself. Right. I went through a horrible journey seven years ago and I thought I need to share this story because I don't think young people understand what really goes into this. Mm -hmm. We just see people with their keys or their really nice apartment, but we never knew what happened, you know, behind the scenes. So I remember sharing a YouTube video just explaining the journey and it went viral. Oh. I think it was because nobody at that sort of age that looked like me was yep. talking about that stuff. And suddenly it became a topic of discussion. Mm. Um, so that's how I fell into it. It wasn't intentional. So you say you encountered problems. Mm -hmm. What were they? Wow, I was pretty much crying every week. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Getting gazumped, you know, like I was a bit naive. I definitely fell in love with every property I saw. Right. And I think that's why I'm able to share that, you know, <laughs> advice now. Yeah don't love every property but yeah. I was like that so I was getting gazumped a lot of the time and then sometimes I was being priced out had to move my search to different areas that I didn't know of but you know what it all actually ended up perfectly like mm -hmm. it, it worked out well so what made you want yeah. to buy your own home like what was the catalyst I wanted to be independent. Right. <laughs> Literally, I grew up with just me and my mum. Yeah. Obviously, my dad was around, but I lived with my mum, so I was already very independent from really young. I decided to go off to uni in Birmingham. I didn't know anyone there. Wow. When I came back, I felt too grown up to go back home. And I was like, well, I have some savings, not enough. I want to find a home, but I didn't have enough yet. So I ended up living with an aunt in Enfield yep. for two years. And that's where I literally just went to work, home, work, home, work, home, and then bought my flat. And I think also I was so used to like seeing women in my family own homes. that yeah. It just felt normal to me to move out alone mm -hmm. and do my own thing. So that's what kind of triggered it. Did you have to sacrifice much to save? Yeah. What? Tell me. Life. Like, <laughs> imagine imagine leaving uni after a law degree, having pretty much no life, to then doing it all over again yeah. with work, with a job, like going straight into work where my peers, my friends, they were getting part-time jobs, they were travelling, they were figuring it out. I yeah. was having like, no, yeah. I just need to save. Yeah. yeah. So it was literally just work, home, work, home. And on top of it, I wasn't in the best situation. I was living at my aunt's and she's a Caribbean auntie 
and they can be a lot sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that was good though because it pushed me to actually get it done quicker yeah. than planned okay. because I wasn't comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. how did it all come about then? Um, talk us through the journey. So the first property I went to see, I took my boyfriend who also was clueless right. <laughs> and we both fell in love with this flat that now looking back on it, we were crazy. It was tiny. You couldn't swing a cat in it, literally. Mm. It was so small. It wasn't a good investment. I remember calling my dad saying, Dad, I want you to come along and see it. And he came with my stepmom and he didn't even come upstairs. Oh, really? He was like, this is a waste of time. Amanda, to my stepmom, like, you go up with that. Right, and okay. I came back down crying because she yeah. was like talking me out of it. So there was a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of getting gazumped. But then eventually... I found this flat. I didn't even want to go to it because it wasn't in an area that I was looking at. And I had a long train journey to get there, meet my dad there. And I was the first of eight people to see it that day. And somehow I managed to get it. Because when we walked right. in, when me and my dad walked in, we looked at each other and we were like, yeah, it was hey. so spacious. It was more than I thought I could buy at the time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, somehow they accepted my offer. And there were other people. Yeah. And this is because you moved further out, right? It's yeah. a bit like location, location, location. Absolutely. People want what they want in a certain area. Yeah. But they can't always afford it. So you moved further out. I London. had to. I yeah. had to move further out. I wasn't attached to London, even though I'm like born, bred, zone two. I think after leaving and going off to uni in Birmingham, that attachment kind of left me. Yeah. And I was just ready to just do whatever was best for me, you know. And I think growing up as an only child as well, I think I had that in me from really young. Like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. So, yes, I did move further out. But my dad was about 15 minutes away. Yeah. Okay. He was the closest family to me, yeah. So you said that your dad and your stepmom, they yeah. came and they looked at properties with you. Yeah. So they have an understanding of property then? Yes. Right, they okay. now moved to Liverpool because they own property there. Right, OK. Um, so, yeah, they definitely encouraged me. Although they didn't start this business until after I bought my flat. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think when my dad was helping me look for my flat, they bought their first one in Liverpool the same month I bought my flat. Okay. Since yeah. then, <laughs> they've just done so much. So so they've moved there now. Yeah. Why did you take your dad's advice then? Dads just know. <laughs> and he, well, he was dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, out of my two parents, yeah. I have to be honest, my mum's the go with the flow, spend on whatever makes you happy. Right. Wow. And my dad's the save every penny. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to listen to you. Yes. Because you seem to know more than me. So, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. When we first got our place, our mum and dad came to see it because we bought our first place together in terms of to do a property development company. Okay. Stuart had started at, what, the age of 21? 21. Amazing. Was the first, the yeah. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to have saved enough money to buy at 21. Yeah. And yeah. that wow. scared the life out of me. Um, yeah. But yeah. I've done it. Yeah. yeah. And then at 24 was the first time I bought a place with Stuart. But mum and dad came to look at it and they were like, no, it's terrible. Don't oh. even think about it. It's awful. Because they just didn't have the vision. Didn't see the vision. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people maybe don't oh, have. 100%. And they like to buy maybe a new build or something that's already been renovated when they don't realise how much money they can yeah, get they can add and then profit they can potentially get agree off the i mean that's what i did the flat that i bought nobody i know would have ever bought that right mm. it was just me and my dad that saw past it he was the only person i knew would understand I like getting my hands dirty, so I knew I was going to find something that needed work. But I was more focused on the space, what it offers me. Can I see myself growing or outgrowing this too quickly? But yeah, you're right. Most people wouldn't have seen part. I mean, that flat smelled disgusting. Oh, they had a huge, it was a two-bed <laughs> flat. They had a huge dog. They had budgies. Wow. The oh. carpet was horrid. Okay. Every wall was different colours, wallpaper. It was really bad. So yeah, you're right. Not many people would have seen part. <laughs> and you know what? You two have just raised a great point in that 
if you've got a mentor, great, yes. listen to your mentor. Mm -hmm. But don't often listen to people that don't really know. No. Absolutely. Because everyone's got an opinion. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And if you listen to too many opinions, it can make you make the wrong decision. So I think it's really important that if you're going to look at a property, make sure you choose the person that's coming with you wisely. Yes. yes. Had we have chose our yes. parents? <laughs> I don't know what we would have bought. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to love your parents, but you do have to know what their strengths and weaknesses are. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I didn't take my mum. I brought <laughs> her when I already bought it and right. I had the keys and she came and she was like, okay, well, done it now. Yeah. So I have to love it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's so a smart thing. You got your keys. Yeah. What's the first thing that you did then? You just ripped everything out. Okay, so I was actually on holiday when I was due to complete. So my oh. boyfriend took me away for my birthday. We literally flew in and went straight to the estate agents and collected the keys. My dad and my uncle were standing outside the door ready and waiting for us. My boyfriend was nervous because he never met my uncle. He's like, okay, oh, okay. this is really real. <laughs> <laughs> I have to act like a grown-up. And we literally stripped the carpet straight away, put it on the balcony because it smelled yeah. disgusting. Oh. Stripped everything down to the concrete floor so I didn't have flooring for like six months I didn't have a sofa until Christmas <laughs> because I just didn't have enough I was gradually doing everything yeah. right and that's something that people didn't talk about so mm -hmm. I was sharing all of that on YouTube you know okay I haven't got flooring yet I'm gonna go and get this I've got enough to do get the microwave and just gradually do it so the first thing was stripping everything and the walls and just getting it to empty shell and you know what? I love that because I think especially when we look on things like Instagram oh and yeah Pinterest, everybody's properties look perfect <laughs> and they don't really show the hard times that they've been through yeah you didn't have floor for six months six didn't have months. a couch but you did it bit by bit to yeah. then build your home and i think a lot of people should think more like that because it doesn't have to be instant we live in a world where everything's instant it doesn't have to it's somewhere that you can be spending a lot of time yeah and just make it your own bit by bit and then that way as well you can still live comfortably within what you can afford and i, I think agree. that's super important yeah i agree and it's also really fun yeah. for me anyway to see the journey and be like oh i finally was able to buy the flooring yeah now it's done i think you just you appreciate it a lot more when it's gradual and I find as well if I was to sort of decorate my home instantly I would have been changing it non-stop because you don't really know what you like yet yeah you also don't know how you're going to live in that space and what you'll be using as much of and so a lot of things will end up going to waste so mm -hmm. I always recommend doing things gradually for sure in a world where perception is often seen as more important than reality mm. You were confident and comfortable enough to showcase your reality. The real. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? How, what made you do that? What gave you the strength to do that? I think for me, it was just more interesting right. to actually share what I'm doing today. I'm going to go to this store and buy this furniture. I'm going to look at X display furniture because they're half price. I just thought it was a fun thing for me to do and share it. And then my audience were loving it. I think because it was so new and interesting at the time that I was getting good feedback that it made me want to just keep on sharing the reality of it yeah and i think it's more relatable mm. because you didn't have a huge amount of money to start with you no. were doing things bit by bit so people that are watching you can pretty much feel like they could do the same yeah and we always say don't we that you have to live within your means yeah. and what you can afford now i know when you first bought your place you saved how much for it was it twenty four thousand? about 27 27 pounds yeah. to save it and that's a lot of money yes. to be able to save up yeah in how long did it take you to it save was that? in total i'd say about seven years because i always had part-time jobs right. throughout college throughout uni and then the two-year period after uni where I had a full-time job that was actually paying me really well considering I had just come out of uni so yeah if I hadn't started when my dad told me to I don't know a lot of people find it really hard to save because peer pressure mm -hmm. they want to go out to the bar or go to a restaurant or the subscriptions for television channels everything. Sides, everything there's always something to be paid so what tips would you give to people out there listening thinking I need to save I just can't it's hard help me what yeah. would you say 
you have to have a meeting with yourself, like for mm. real. Sit down with yourself and decide what is actually important and what, let's say in five years, will you be happy not having the home? Or be, will you be comfortable being at your parents or renting or whatever the situation is? You have to be so honest and you actually have to sit down and say, I can afford to put away this amount and stick to it. I made it difficult for myself. I used like automated savings, like standing orders so that I wasn't actually manually moving it because I was manually putting it back. I did right. go through periods where I would clear my savings and and that horrible guilt right. is the worst that I had to feel it. Like my dad always says, those that don't hear will feel. Yeah. And I was that person. I had to feel it to understand. <laughs> Listen, that was, my, that was me. And boy, did I feel. So yeah. maybe you need to feel it a little bit before you actually commit, maybe. Yeah. Um, but also just know like everyone else's journey is different. And being distracted by your friends or whatever is around you now, those things won't even matter to you in five years. So you just want to be ahead of the curve like I sacrifice a lot of those things but after the fact I'm now able to enjoy it yeah. where a lot of friends who stopped inviting me out which I agree with and some friends that just didn't want to stay my friend anymore they've actually reached out over the years right. and asked for advice on how to buy a home mm. so so are you telling me you actually lost friends I when did. you were saving wow. I did yeah because a lot of people at the time just didn't get it I was boring right yeah like oh this girl's boring this girl whatever I'm going out I'm traveling so I had to like do all my traveling later mm. and now yeah. I'm making up for it I'm going away in two days amazing and then again in next month I'm making up for it now but at least I have in my mind a cushion a security behind it you have an asset yeah exactly and I'm going to reap the benefit you know of that sacrifice so you guys make your saving hard look for you know good savings accounts ISAs things that will penalise you if you want to move the money early that's what I would say if you are someone that finds it hard to stick to saving yeah and yet you know you mentioned about saving Stuart I think it's so important that people save 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 whether that is getting rid of a Netflix subscription or an Apple TV subscription or stop buying coffees every day because on your bank account all these things show up and as Tayo who we've had on the podcast before has mentioned your bank accounts will tell a story and mortgage providers will want to see what that story is where are you spending money are they necessary spends (laughs) are they not are you saving so I think it's super important that people really look at what is necessary right now or can they save now and party later yeah make it look pretty exactly So you got your first place, you renovated it, you are doing videos for people. How have you become the big sensation that you are now? You are a front cover girl, first time buyer magazine, you're everywhere. How have you gone from your first place not knowing anything to where you are now? So I was doing the content on YouTube. It was going viral. I was in newspapers, magazines, interviews. I was an ambassador for the London Home Show. I did all of those different things. And then something in me clicked where I didn't want it to just be about me anymore. I was getting a lot of my followers asking me for advice on where to look like what to look for how much they can afford and all of these things so I decided I wanted to do property tours I'm obsessed with properties I literally search them online every night yeah me too I love it (laughs) and at the time though seven years ago when I would approach developers estate agents they were like no no one's got time for that like don't get it so I was constantly calling calling and just thinking this is going to be so good if someone just lets me in the door and I remember calling a new development it was like an office block turned 
residential flat and I was telling them and they didn't get it and I was like you know I'm just gonna come now and I'll explain it so I went with my little vlog camera and I filmed a tour of one of the apartments and it got like 30k views on YouTube and then as well that was huge yeah. Yeah. and that was like to me okay this is something and some people actually bought there as well and then since then I just carried on reaching out to brands and eventually they get it now they come to me especially during COVID that was like the, the catalyst for people to really realise what I was offering and I mean just before COVID in 2019 I was made redundant from my job so I decided to do this full time and that kind of pushed me to really just try something new yeah and I yeah. hope you're getting commissions for the sales that you're mm -hmm. making okay good yeah okay okay <laughs> that's what I like to hear yeah, that's exactly what I like to hear hey listen listen Jade has a law degree yeah you're right <laughs> not worry about whether Jade's getting paid <laughs> um, so I mean there can always be more uh, of yeah, course you know, of right. course of um, course <laughs> but you don't just do educational videos and obviously walk through tours you are also a property sourcer I know yes. you got Tion Wayne his place yeah, didn't you yeah. how did that all come about so I've known him before he was Tion Wayne right but like really surface like friend of a friend sort yeah. of thing but we've always followed each other on Instagram and two years ago roughly he reached out and said look I need help you know what this world like I need to figure something out with my money so we went on this two year long journey mm -hmm. we got so close to a few stuff was going on his career was really taking off so he was barely in the country a lot of the time so we finally secured everything end of last year and then I was actually I've just finished but I was helping project manage a bit of his renovation as well okay so, so project manager as well I know right anything you don't do to do everything I love that <laughs> I absolutely love that <laughs> So obviously when you bought your first place, you were lucky enough to have saved up. Yes, it took you a while, but you did save. Yes. But now it's very difficult for people, as we know, to get onto yeah. the property ladder. I think the average age is like mid-30s. Yes, it like is. That, which is yeah. crazy. Do you think there's certain schemes that are out there like help to buy, mm -hmm. shared ownership, do you think they are worth it? Or do you think people need to still continue saving themselves and just try and, if possible, do it by themselves? themselves? So I always say, if you don't need to use a scheme, then don't. Go it the traditional, straightforward route. However, there are some people who for whatever reasons they might be adamant to stay within certain locations like London where they are probably 100% going to need to use a scheme mm. I would say go for it but make sure you know what you're getting yourself into so research everything because you do hear a lot of people that get themselves into a scheme and then a year later they're like I didn't know this I didn't what you should it's yeah. a huge purchase yeah. so yeah. ask every question research everything find out how much money you might need in five years because with some of the schemes you have interest rates that go up and things like that will Will you be able to afford that? Are you planning, you know, a career jump? Like you need to really plan it out. I would just say have a plan mm. with everything, definitely. And research, research, yeah. research. Yeah. We say yeah. that all the time, don't yeah. we? So you were willing to move out of the area where your family were. Yes. Just sheer affordability. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a great piece of advice to give. Not everyone would be as brave as you no. to do that. So if somebody wants to buy somewhere, they're not willing to move, they're not willing to go through shared ownership yeah. or a help to buy a scheme. What else can they do to try and get onto the get property onto, ladder? They're going to have to lengthen their timeline. They're going to have to continue saving, but they are going to have to be realistic about the time scale, give themselves more time, or look into, you know, getting a higher paying job or multiple streams of income yeah. that's going to allow them to save more and accelerate that time. Yeah. But ultimately, it is going to just take longer. Yeah. And of course, as the years go on, 
on, things get more expensive. Exactly. So you have to weigh up what's really important. Is this location and this station really important? Or can I go a bit out and commute? Because yeah. there's so many places that offer great transport now into yeah. London, if it's London or whatever city you're in. And you'll end up also having a nicer lifestyle yeah. as well. And that detachment start. But I think a lot of people are really comfortable with where they're from, which yeah. I understand. But I mean, I don't know. I'm just someone that likes to be free. Yeah. So, I think for yeah. me, when it comes to property, you could be waiting forever. Yeah. Now, because social media and people see things that are ready and they're made and they're gleaming and they're sharp mm. and they're clean, everything's yeah. perfect. And I find that people are waiting for the perfect property. You can't. It's not po- it's, it's not it's, real. It's not real. And I always advise people, if you can afford it, get onto the property ladder. If you buy something that isn't ideal for you, right now eventually that will be the catalyst to get to that that place Mm -hmm. yes so i always say to people take that step it might not be one you want to take yeah but when you look back in five years time you will be laughing it was the best step you did take yeah Um, i feel like you're describing my life right now right Mm. yeah yeah because i wasn't looking in the area that i ended up living in ideally if i could afford to be in northwest london where i grew up i would have stayed there loved the properties and the architecture there but no it wasn't realistic for me and actually i'm happy i went the route i did because now seven years later what i bought is now going to help me buy something closer to my dream home now yeah Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to help me move on into a home that I really will love. But if I didn't take that first step, who knows? Yeah. And are might... you thinking about moving? Yes, I want to this yeah, year. I'm right. Ready. I've been ready for years and then COVID happened. Uh, oh, no. Where yeah. do you think you're going to move to? What sort of area? I am going to stay within Essex, but okay. like just an area that I, it feels more like London. It feels more like where I grew up. I grew up in Kensal Green, so right. it's London, but it's really leafy. It's mm. just like, yeah, so the area, because Essex is a lot of new towns, but this particular patch is like really like... Yeah, it feels like London. And can I ask you a question, Jade? Yes. When you first bought seven years ago, mm-hmm. could you have bought where you're buying? No way. Exactly. <laughs> no way. Yeah. yeah. And the prices of where I want to buy have gone up yes. considerably, but I still wouldn't have been able to afford that then. Yeah. So yeah. it just goes to show if you're listening, sometimes you have to be brave enough to take that first step. And even if it's a house that smells like a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and cigarettes. And cigarettes. Uh, yeah. Take that step. Oh. Don't be reckless. We are not advising to be reckless. <laughs> Jade had done a lot of research yeah. before she bought yeah. and had offered on a lot of properties before yeah. she bought. So we're not saying to be reckless. We're saying you can be brave because it's highly unlikely you're going to buy your dream property wow. as a first part yeah. house. I totally agree, agree with you that one. Agree. So what would you say your long-term goals are for your property portfolio? How do you plan to achieve them? Wow, long-term goals. I used to want to own a lot of property, if I'm being honest. Now, I'm not so much focused on the quantity, but mm-hmm. rather the quality of them. Yeah. My parents have really nice quality homes in the Northwest. So that's probably something that I will potentially do after I buy my next home to live in. Yeah. Probably end of the year to next year. And then I just like helping other people find homes. Yeah. I love it. So I'll live vicariously through them. Yeah. And then eventually I'll be able to own a home like that. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen because you, yeah. we can tell already, you know, you, you've got a plan, you know what you're doing, you know the structure, you know how you want to get to where you want to get to. And you're not trying to rush anything. No. 
And that is key. I think the one thing, if anybody's going to take anything from this podcast, is not to rush because, okay, yes, life is short, but also life is long and it you really is. do have to plan and you can't just live for now. Yes, you can. You know, everyone's like, live for now, live for now. Yes, yeah. live for now, but also, an, yeah, yeah, you need to proof your future. And also, I'd like to say that you sound extremely passionate about what you do, which for mm. me, I think is very important. When it becomes a passion, it's not a chore. Yeah. Because let's not get it twisted. House hunting, <laughs> renovation, refurbs Ugh, can wear you down. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it it's a lot. And I often say to people, when you see something that's super glossy and everyone's smiling and they're painting the walls with not a speck <laughs> of paint on them, their teeth are shiny. Yeah. yeah. It's Yay. not real. It's not. <laughs> it's not real. So it's not. it can be tough. And if you're passionate about what you do and you really care about what you do, it's likely to be a success. Yeah. yeah. But you have to plan yeah, you always yeah. say that you have to plan and you have to make sure that whatever you choose to do, whatever step you take is well thought. Yes, especially with property. Yeah. 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 Because and I would say with property, be fluid, right? Go with mm. the flow because things could change in an instant. In an like you said, when you're trying to find your first place, yep. you kept getting gazum. Yeah. People were beating you with prices. <laughs> things were falling through. There, left, was right even, and there was even one flat that I fell in love with. It was actually a resale. So the person that owned it bought it new. Right. So I was the next person yeah. to buy it. So again, don't know what I was thinking. It was tiny. It wasn't even an amazing area. Like, I just don't know. I just fell in love with it because it was new and shiny and everything. And went through the process. Offer got accepted. The valuers went over and they came back. No, you need to find 20 grand if you really oh want this. God. So it was like way overpriced. So that's what can happen a lot of the time yeah. as well. If you do rush into a property because it is new and then you think, oh, someone's going to love this after a few years when I sell it. Well, it's not new anymore. Yeah. There's a new one across the road yeah. now. So yours isn't as high as you thought. So definitely always have a plan as well, not only with older homes, but definitely with newer homes in terms of the value and what you're really happy to pay because, yeah, it can backfire. And Jade, you've said it a few times, you've cried. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. But when you were first looking, you were looking at properties and you fell in love with a lot of them for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So if you were to give yourself that advice, so Jade now, giving Jade from seven years ago yeah. advice as to what to look for in mm. a house, how not to fall in love with every property you see, yeah. what would Jade now tell Jade then? Jade now would say, be critical, actually. Don't always just go in looking for the nice things. Go in looking for the problems rather than the nice things, because that's what I was doing. Mm. So go in and look and say, this room is too small, actually. Don't try and make it work. Yes. You know, go in and say, mm, this is going to need a rewire or the heaters are all old. Like, look for the issues. Look for the damp. Is there actually enough storage? Or are you just saying that because you like the area? Yeah. Things like that. Like, be really realistic and think about... So now I've been there seven years. Thank God I found that place that actually had space because seven years later I still have enough room yeah. I haven't outgrown it I don't have enough clothes like too many clothes or shoes or whatever I've got enough storage but if that wasn't the case I probably would have been eager to leave a lot earlier yeah. because I didn't think it through in terms of future proofing myself yeah. so for example we had a pandemic where we couldn't go anywhere thank God there was parks and green spaces around me yeah. and a balcony because what would I have done with my dog <laughs> if yeah. I didn't have all of that close by so just yeah. think about those things are you plan to have children are there good schools around or are there parks or whatever the case may be even parking do you actually have to pay for a parking space outside of your house because a lot of people do I don't and that was something I looked for you know what is the parking system like so also like you know commuting the train station how far is it are there shops close by supermarkets when I was younger I thought oh I drive it's going to be fine mm -hmm. when you get older sometimes you actually just want to go for a walk yeah. sometimes you want something on your doorstep and you just want to quickly nip to the shop uh, sometimes you do want to get 
on the train. It's not just because you drive. So think of every single scenario. Yeah. And I would say as well, sometimes those properties that you put the offer in that maybe fall through were not the ones oh, for you. Oh, it wasn't the one. No. No. We've had that a few times as well, haven't we? I'm like, oh, I've been gutted. Mm. Oh, it fell through or I didn't get it. And someone offered and put it over me. Yeah. But actually, that's good for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the place I then found next was perfect. Yeah. So yeah. if you ever, if you're ever in a situation like that, do not be disheartened. It happens Don't to all be. of us. And trust me, it means there's something better around the corner. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what happened with me. Because the like two days before I went to view this flat that I bought, I was crying outside of a flat with my mum. Because wow. when I got there and called to say, yes, I want to put an offer in, they said, oh, someone's already beat you to it. Right. And I cried yeah. on the train. Right. And then that's why I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. My dad was like, <laughs> I will see you tomorrow morning. <laughs> and then we both were like, yeah, this was perfect. There you so, go. Yeah. There you go. So everyone who's listening, you don't have to go through the tears. That no, Jade went through. no. Listen to the Jade of today. <laughs> yeah. Not the Jade of yesteryear. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is my favourite part of the podcast. This is the best and the worst. You have to finish these sentences. So the first one. What is the best advice you have ever received for purchasing a house and why? Oversave. Mm. Definitely, because there's always going to be something that you'll need to pay for yeah. that you least expect. Yeah. Okay, that was quick. I like that one. Uh, worst advice you've ever received for purchasing a house? Worst advice is to go with something that needs the least work, oh. I would say, in yeah. a way, because you end up paying a lot more yeah. and you can't put your own stamp on it. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. I'm glad that you said that. And what is your biggest lesson in the property world so far? What's it been? Biggest lesson is actually that you don't need to be smart to be in property. I think on the outside looking in, people make it out like you have to be this genius that is so amazing and you're just wow because you own multiple properties or you have this business. When re realistically, there is just a very straight and narrow guide that many people have done ahead of those people and they've just followed that blueprint. So you don't actually have to be the most you know intelligent person. You just need to be strategic. And do your research. Yeah. Research, research, research. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much, Jay. Thank that you. was brilliant. Um, that was fun. What is next for you? What's coming up? What's happening? So I'm hoping to do some property tours in um, Doha oh, this wow. week oh, while wow. I'm away. Okay. That will be good. And I want to kind of take it global a little bit. Yeah. But I do love the UK and I do want to do some TV here. So okay. fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. Okay. We'll have yeah. to have a little chat with some people, uh, won't uh, we? Yeah. yeah. Well, if Let's we can talk. help and make that happen, <laughs> yes. we would love to. <laughs> because um, I think you're very good at what you do. Thank yeah. you. I understand why you have so many followers. Definitely. Um, I understand why you're inspirational because you keep it real. Yeah. Um, um, and the good, the bad, the difficult and the easy, whatever it is, you tell it how it is. Yeah. And I think that's really important because it gives people belief mm. that, like you say, I can do this because Absolutely. it's fine to make mistakes. Yeah, it's it fine to miss out on a property. Yeah. It's, it's fine. fine to take a long time. Yeah. And it, it's fine to find it hard. Yeah. Um, but you've persevered and you've reaped the rewards. Mm -hmm. And I, I think you really deserve that. Thank you. Um, so thank you so much for coming and sharing thank your story you for with us. Me. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Honestly, you guys are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Where can people find you if they want to follow you? So my name, Jade Van Riel, um, X on everything. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. There we go. Well, thank you very much, Jade. And we will indeed, as always, be following you anyway. Thank you. Hey, thank bye. you very much. I loved our chat with Jade today. Yeah. She really opened up about the ups and downs of owning property. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not as easy and as shiny 
as it seems, right? Correct, correct. And we've said that many times, but I love the fact that she's actually said that as well. And her point about not falling head over heels for every house you see is a crucial one, because you know I've definitely been there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's very important to keep your head clear as well when you are buying a property. But I could not agree more. Now, big thanks to Jade for joining us today. Yes, thank you, Jade. And next week, we'll welcome property developer and investor, Kazi. See you later, Stuart. See you later, Scarlett.